Did you know last year we recorded on Valentine's Day together too? <laughs> I have pictures of it on my phone. Have we been doing this for more than a year? We've February 8th, 2021 was our first day recording. Holy shit. So this on this day last year we recorded episode 3 and 4 probably. How have we done this for a year? I don't know. But isn't that cool? That is crazy. It's so fun. We're both so alone. I wouldn't categorize myself as alone. I would. That Well, that's disappointing to me because I feel like my life is very rich. No, I categorize myself as alone. I think you have a very rich and fulfilling life. I think your life is rich, too. There are so many people who love and care about you. It's rich, but it's because I'm eating a lot of chocolate. It's rich because you're investing in a lot of crypto. Yes. Oh my gosh. Did you see my ads in the Super Bowl yesterday? <laughs> yeah, great job with those. Thank you. One, two, three, four, go! Falling in love is such an easy thing to do. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's stop talking. Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's fall in love. How you doing? How are you doing? That's not the way it works. I think it should be. I want to like gauge your vibe before I decide how I'm doing, you know? No, no, go ahead. How are you doing? No, I'm doing fine. It's we're recording this on Valentine's Day, which um I think says a lot about both of us. Yeah, I'm fresh off a breakup. Yeah, and I'm fresh off of um, 25 consecutive years alone. (laughs) So, actually that implies that that's over. So, I'm in the middle of 25 consecutive years alone. But in like a hot and fun and flirty way. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. no, I'm I'm fine. How are you? I'm not angry. I'm not bitter. I'm not sad. I'm not sipping on an angry orchard to take the edge off. I am doing well. Doing a lot better than last week when I had the stomach flu. I thought we were going to lose you. Yeah. I... Was a little bit. Uh, I was a little bit upset about getting sick. Yeah. And okay, one of my cats is using the bathroom right now, and it's being so fucking rude. As I'm trying to have a conversation. I do get doing... it though, because I think that's part of like when you're a dominant personality, and you have to leave the room for something like going to the bathroom. <laughs> you make sure it's still going to be discussed. You know, yeah. Like, I'm still going to be the center of attention when I'm taking a shit. They are just... I don't know which one it is. She's just... Okay, that's enough scratching. It's never enough. No, I had the stomach flu. I had, like, kind of a wild and... Wild and crazy two weeks. Where, like... You know... 
Got my wisdom teeth out. Oh, it was you, Fern. It was you making all that noise. Okay. Um, and then my car broke down, and then my cat's paw is not doing so great. So I've had to be taking her to the vet back and forth. Yeah, how's she doing? She's doing okay. Her paw is still still healing. So I feel really bad for her. Yeah. But she's a babe. She'll get through it. This is Olive. You can't keep a hot girl down. It's true. And she's already she's gotten the steroid shot. She's gotten the Oh, she's, so she's jacked too. Yeah, she's the steroids were independent right. of that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and she got the she got like a shot of antibiotics too, so she's doing okay. She can like at least put weight on it now and isn't hopping around like a dramatic little tripod. That's good. And then I got the stomach flu, which was super fun. The same week that I had like three papers due. So That's... it's just been you know kind of beat Aaron down. Yeah. But I'm like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I went to work today. Worked the whole day. That's good. I'm trying to start a rumor at my job that I'm pregnant. Hot. Because I keep coming in and feeling nauseous. Like it's happened like like last week I had to completely miss because I was like sick. Yeah. Because I had the stomach bug. But then, like, the week before, I had come to work, and I felt super nauseous, and so I had asked for a ginger ale from the clinic side, and they'd given it to me. And then I'm just trying to, like, keep it up, and so I have all the young, like, Gen Z workers who are in, like, my age bracket, like, on my side. So we're, like, trying to start an office rumor just because I think it'd be funny. Yeah. Starting rumors about yourself is one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah, and I just, like, you know, like, I'm gonna leave this job in a couple months, like, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. It's pretty funny to me. Because it's also, like, kind of been, like, I have been having, like, nausea all the time, which I don't know what that, what the fuck that's about. So, that's fun. But, Odds like, I have it's to, true. How, I have to, how confident are you that you aren't actually pregnant? You know... If I learned anything in the 20 plus years of church that I've gone to, it's that God can do the impossible. That is so true. I think it's <laughs> about time we had another virgin birth. Well, would it be a virgin birth? Wouldn't it? No. It depends on how you define sex. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but still... <laughs> Anyway, I've decided I I don't define sex so that I can be a virgin again. I've decided to become a virgin again, (laughs) much like Adrian. Yeah. So just so you know, like I am. Are you doing it for your father as well? I'm doing it for my daddy. (laughs) I knew that was coming. Um, (laughs) No, I. Anyway, I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. I am almost done with Castle again. I'm knitting a sweater for myself. I finished my cardigan. I finished a couple pairs of socks. 
I'm ignoring school like there's no tomorrow. I listened to the song Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield multiple times today. That song is beautiful. Yeah. So I'm killing the game, if you ask me. Yes. If you ask other people close to me, they might say something along the lines of, we're concerned about Aaron. What's going on with Aaron? Aaron hasn't been himself lately. And I'm going to say to that, boring people are predictable. That's so true. I say that all the time. No, I'm doing great. I am having a good time in life. and You look radiant, we should say. Thank you. My hair is getting very long. It's the longest it's been in, like, probably six years. And you are and rocking it, if I can say. Just down my shoulders. I've never, honestly, anytime I've ever seen you, I've never looked at your hair and been like, what's going on? Like, your hair is always really good. <sighs> Thank you. Wow. I just want Get you to know that, because I don't think I say it enough, that you have really good hair and you always make good choices with it. Wow. Uh, why did I just tear up a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the Super Bowl last night? I did. Did you? No, I went to bed before it was over, and I know that because my neighbors downstairs were having a Super Bowl party, and they woke me up because of their cheering. Oh. I had a par- <laughs> Sorry, did you have more for the, to say? I just, I, that made me feel so cool to go to bed at 9 p.m. on a Sunday night. Anyway. Yeah. You went to a party? My you roommate, had a party? My roommate had a couple people over. Oh, so like a super spreader event? Yes. Was everyone vaxxed? No. And masked? Um, we actually required no vaxes. And if you wore a mask, we kind of kicked you in the testes and ran you out of town um no it was literally five people including me and my roommate wait sorry um where's this party in my apartment which which is where um that would be a great but um at this party which was really more of a kickback um one of my roommate's friends has a dog and the dog was there um, and it was really chill at first. Um, and Linus, um, is famously an asshole. Right, yeah. So he kind of was, like, creeping around in, like, alpha mode. His tail was very bushy. Um, I held him in my arms for the first, like, half hour that the dog was there. And, like, he was very tense. Once he started relaxing, I was like, okay, we're gonna try this. The dog was very chill. Um, Linus crept up to the dog who was minding his own business and then just takes a swipe at his face. This is a fucking golden retriever. Um, Oh, Linus. The dog, like, his head goes back. He looks around real quick and then he goes, like he's taken aback that this would happen to him. Um, And then Linus, like, started hissing and ran away. Linus did this twice more while the dog was just chilling. And then Linus chilled out and was like, okay, he's not a threat to me. I cannot be a dick. But by this time, the dog's so mistrustful that every time he notices Linus getting too close, he starts barking. So Linus poisoned that well of what could have been a beautiful friendship. 
really. If he wouldn't have swiped at him, it really would have gone differently. But I think that was good for him to be back down a few times. Oh, he's coming out to look at me now. He's pissed that I told the story. He's literally, like, you can't see him. He has a gun to my head. No, I see it. He is being so coy. Let me tell you, because his head is right, like, oh, you can see him moving my pop filter. Yeah. But, um, no, so he got back the fuck up to yesterday, and that tired him out, so this morning he was being so cute. He made me oversleep, because every time I wake up, he runs over to cu- give me a quick cuddle. Um, and this time, I had, like, my arm out, and he went, and he laid himself, and, like, rested his little head on my arm, and, like kind of little spooned me and i was like well i can't disturb him and we both just slept for like an hour and a half like that it was so cozy it was so sweet my heart melted and it's like he knew i was going to be sad because it was valentine's day and he Mm. stepped up to the plate hello do you have anything welcome to secret life of two gay american teenagers never mind sorry i was just gonna ask if you wanted to get into it Welcome to Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. My name is Aaron. And my name is Jesse. Today we're going to be covering season three, episode nineteen, deeper and deeper. Just That's how what I she like said. it. Ah! <laughs> um. Yeah. What the fuck was so- that about? Again, like the titles are getting worse. Whatever. Absolutely. This episode was directed by Keith Truesdell. Heart. It was written by Miss Brenda Hampton herself. Give it up for the queen. If there's no Brenda Hampton, there's, you know, if there's no Secret Life of the American Teenager, there's no Gossip Girl. Categorically false because Gossip Girl came out before Secret Life of the American Teenager. If there's no Secret Life of the American Teenager, there's no fucking euphoria. <laughs> True. I do think, I'm sorry, I watched a single episode of Euphoria. I'm not sure if I'll keep watching. I probably will, but I won't talk about it because I refuse to. Um... But I do think that is, like, when Brenda Hampton thinks about Secret Life of the American Teenager, I do think she thinks that's what she did. Yeah. Okay, so this episode aired to 2.21 million viewers, and it aired on April 25th, 2011. So, my biblical context, I have two. Okay, I kind of have two, too. Because I'm a ballerina. (laughs) Bad news, besties. I did get a New York Times subscription, so now (laughs) I can read the full article. Is it so you could keep playing Wordle? No, it's so that way um, I could do the full crossword every day. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so my article is banning Barbie. Hot. Ah, Barbie. 
fixation of generations of little girls and their mothers, but for different reasons. Rebecca Fitzgerald is struggling with the Barbie dilemma at the moment. Not whether she should buy her three-year-old daughter the doll. She's quite clear that she would never do that. No, her problem is how to keep her father from showing up with one. And she is looking for advice from Motherlode. Oh, um, gross. Let your kids play with what they want to play with. I don't know. Yeah, please. Barbie told me it's okay to have huge tits. Barbie told me it's okay to have huge tits and be a doctor. (laughs) I used to look at my titties and think I could only be a janitor. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with being a janitor. I love janitors. Some of my best friends are janitors. No, I do have to say, there's a lot of power that they sell one, a single, like, when I was growing up, right, you could get... All these different Barbies with different mm. hairstyles, different outfits, whatever. You could get all her friends. You could get her, like, little sister. Kelly. And then you could get Ken. And that was it. And it's like, okay, so Barbie and Ken are dating. Who are her friends dating? Ken. I guess each other. Oh, no. So, like, kind of powerful for queer kids everywhere, you know? For sure. Um, okay, my other... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, how excited are you for the new uh, Barbie movie um, written and directed by Greta Gerwig? Co-written with Noah Baumbach. I really thought you were yanking my chain. <laughs> I wish I was. Are you ready for a Barbie movie that's gonna make you cry and feel Starring things? Starring Marco Robbie? Yep. It sounds like a joke, right? <laughs> Hilarious. I cannot wait for Greta Gerwig to win Best Director for Barbie the movie. I can't think about that right now. My other article is The Secret Life of the American Teenager Review. Deeper and deeper. This article did come out the day after, but... I'm happy that you did this work. This might be the first week in history that Secret Life didn't drop the word sex every other sentence. Okay, maybe they just mentioned it every third sentence. <laughs> but <laughs> but in Deeper and Deeper, this by Lee Rains. But in Deeper and Deeper, we saw couples who wanted to take their relationships to new levels in ways that surprisingly didn't involve sex. It turns out Ricky said, we'll see to Amy's proposal and she's fine about it. Really, girl? I mean, we know you're submissive, but I can't imagine any. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't imagine any chick reacting calmly to this. For anyone who has watched the show from the beginning, you know Ricky has problems. So in light of that, I'm glad... He is is with an understanding and patient girl like Amy. And by the end of the episode, it looks like they have finally compromised. Ben and Adrian were busy hunting for a new home together, but Ben was finding something wrong with every apartment. This is kind of giving away the article. Anyway, okay. The article? Jumping back into the central focus... Oh, this is kind of giving away the episode. Sorry. Maybe that's Um, what we should do instead of recapping everyone. Read a review (laughs) and then chat. (laughs) 
they do not mention Nora at all in this That's review, which feels sexist and homophobic. Homophobic. <laughs> but yeah. Really, I just love the part where it says, I mean, we all we know you're submissive. <laughs> Amy sub confirmed. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a whole sub genre of literal sub genre fan. <laughs> fan fiction on fanfiction.net. I cannot think about Secret Life fan fiction. I refuse to. That's brave of you. Considering you've offered to write self-insert fanfiction. Yep, and no one's taken me up on the offer. What's your article? So one's kind of just a context thing. Yeah. Actually, this is such a bummer. I don't think I'm even going to mention it. But there was just like a really deadly tornado that hit on April 25th, 2011. That is really sad. But also, Lindsay Lohan was going to work as a janitor at LA Morgue. That's that's right up my alley. Yeah. Apparently she violated the terms of her 2007 probation for drunk driving by wearing a gold chain as she left a Venice jewelry store on January 22nd and failing to return it. I don't care. I hope Lindsay's doing well. She was in a Super Bowl commercial for Good Planet for Fitness. Oh. Okay, let's get into it. I mean, I, I suggested that three and a half minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, so we start at the Ulysses S. Grant High School. Ricky and Amy are talking at her locker. They're going over some John logistics. She's going to drop him off that night. It's not a date. Amy leaves. Ben comes up to talk to Ricky. Ben is like, you need to tell her that you're not going to get married. And Ricky's like, shut the fuck up. Also, no one, like, no one should get married in high school. I don't want to get married in high school. I said, we'll see. Yeah. And then Ben is being annoying. He talks about the condo. And Ricky's like, why don't you just admit that you're not ready to, like, move out of your parents' house? And he's like, who's not ready to leave home at 17? Most people, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And Ricky is like... You are literally about to move into a house with a wife and a child and, like, get married and then your life is going to be over and that's so depressing. I love the way he phrases it. He's like, yeah, might as well get your life over within your teens so the rest of your life you've got nothing. Yeah. So funny. So cruel. But it... One of those things that I'd be very against if he said to anyone other than Ben Boykovich. Oh, yeah. Ben... Thinks his life will be fine. We go to Amy and Lauren and Madison. She's talking about how she's in no hurry for marriage. Adrian says, good luck, girlfriend. Madison and Lauren are like, sucks that he said no to you. And she's like, he didn't say no. He said, we'll see. Which is an important distinction. That is actually so important. Especially for a young man like Ricky, who's been so vocally against marriage for so long. And like, we'll see is a step like, in the right direction. Everyone keeps treating Amy like she's senile. Being like, sure, Jan. And it's like, no. 
he's open to the conversation. Yeah, that's huge, especially for again a high schooler. Remember how we literally saw like no development of their relationship and we're just taking it on good faith because he flew to New York one time? Are you talking about Ricky and Amy's relationship or are you talking yeah. about Adrian and Ben's relationship or are you talking Both. about Madi- uh, Madison and Jack's relationship or are you talking about Grant and Grace. Grace's Grace. relationship or are you talking about Griffin and Jesse's relation not Jesse <laughs> Griffin and <laughs> Peter's relationship No I'm talking about um Lauren's relationship with, with that guy we generic never white seen. man after her mom just divorced that white man, she's going oh, out and dating. You could also argue the um, <laughs> the development of Lauren's parents' relationship. <laughs> so, okay. <sighs> Lauren calls Amy brave. Ashley walks by and says, yeah, she's brave, not completely foolish. I, can I say, if anyone ever calls me brave for any reason... I feel so, like, talked down to. I feel sad. I feel patronized. I feel like I've made an ass of myself. That's really brave of you to say. Fuck off. <laughs> um, so, okay. Amy says Ricky needs time. So then we go to Caitlin O'Malley's office. Ashley drops off her work, and she's like, gotta go. And Caitlin's like, no, you have to see the homeschool teacher. And Ashley's like, no, my dad's waiting outside. I don't have time. And Caitlin is quite literally like, sure, Jan, sure. Yeah. Then she runs out of the office to go get this homeschooling teacher, I guess, and starts saying hi to everyone. Which, like, this is the first guidance counselor on the show that I can believe actually has talked to a single child. Yeah. Also, do we remember... Okay, here's the thing. Is a couple weeks ago I watched the pilot of the show again just for ha-ha's. I was with friends. Oh, okay. okay. That's better. And in the pilot of the show, they really try to convince us that Mark Molina's hot? Yeah, I was calling him hot counselor for a reason. Oh, you agree? No. But I was only calling him hot counselor because they tried, they pushed it so hard. Yeah. Like, I never thought he was hot whatsoever, but. I called him Hot Counselor every time I talked about him. One, because his name was unmemorable, and I don't think they told it to us. And two, yeah. because the whole first episode is devoted to him being, like, a stone-cold killer. Yeah. I think in the finale, they should have all the guidance counselors come back. They do. It's just an orgy. Mmm. <laughs> Who's topping? Maya Bialik. I think she is laying down a strap on the football coach. That I can tell you for sure. (laughs) I forgot about the football coach. Okay. We go. So Caitlin runs into Ricky and she's like, I need to talk to you later. Okay. Jack comes up to Ricky and is like, why does she want to see you? And Ricky doesn't know. Yeah. He's like, I don't even know who this chick is. Yeah. Jack tells Ricky that it's understandable that he doesn't want to co- go to college because he already has a job and a family. And Ricky is like, thank you, BB. Everyone else is telling me the opposite, but. This show did come out during the giant college push of if you don't go to college, your life is a waste. 
if you do not accept predatory student loans from the government, die. Yeah, and if you do, die in debt. (laughs) So Grace and Adrian are talking about when Grace and Grant are going to fuck. Grant comes up and he's like, Grace, can I talk to you? And Grace is like, yeah, but you can say whatever you want to in front of Adrian. Adrian's like, peace out. I, I don't want to get Grace serial like, killed by She's this. my best friend. For <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this about? Why? And then Grant says his parents are out of town. So if they wanted to do anything tonight, wink, wink, they could. And Grace is like, um... I mean, I want to do it in my house, in my bed. I'm not comfortable going to your house in your bed. I'm the opposite. I don't think I ever want to have any relations of any kind in my bed. <laughs> yeah, I just think Grace is a lesbian. I think Grace... She wants to be surrounded by soft things. And not men. And Grant can't get hard. (laughs) And they did talk about that last episode, if I recall correctly. So that's kind of why it works. You're so fucking annoying. He can ejaculate, but he cannot erect himself. (laughs) I'm canceling you. We go to Ben and Adrian. Adrian's mad that he's being super picky about which condo they get. Ben is, like, really trying to dip out of this whole arrangement. And she's like, no, listen, this is the most exciting thing in my life next to this baby. She calls him Benny. Then Henry and Alice come up, remember them. The show doesn't after this scene either. (laughs) And they say, Benny. And Ben's like, yeah, I've accepted my fate, but I haven't accepted, like, moving out yet. The writers really looked at henry and alice's contract and said oh shit they need at least four more episodes yeah we go to the theme alternative theme do you have one what's yours unwritten (laughs) for what purpose for what purpose it is stuck in my head it doesn't fit does it (laughs) absolutely not but does falling in love fit yeah, it's such an easy thing to do. Um, I just want Ashley to release her inhibitions, feel the rain on her skin. I want Ashley to release her inhibitions and get written off this show. <laughs> so, um, what? Um, my uh, alternative theme is um. Phoebe Bridgers is motion sickness, but only the line where it says, why do you sing with a British accent? <laughs> and it's on repeat it's like seven late. times. Why do you sing with an English accent? Why do you sing with an English accent? Why do you sing with an English accent? With an accent. English accent. <laughs> Um, and that's specifically for Ashley and Toby. Sure, sure. Ugh, Ashley's so exhausting. I really can't give her any thought in my head at this point. 
I hope Ashley's doing well. I hope she's happy. I hope she's come out of the closet by now. How old would she be? In real life? That's... Ashley Jurgens? Like 26. Holy shit, she's our age. Wait. Yeah. Well, she's... Yeah. Gross. Is India... Okay, do you want to do this? Um, So we come back from the theme. We're in the guidance office. And Richard Malkovich comes in to talk with Ashley about her school. Comes for her throat right away. Love that. Would you like to do this scene? I think I would, actually. Usually I don't, but this one was inspiring. Can you see it? Oh, you screen shared. That was nice of you. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Do you want to be Richard or Ashley? Um, That's up to you. I'll give you the freedom. Oh, well, your Ashley voice is so good, so okay. you can be Ashley. Make- do I have to do a British you accent? Do. Fucking goddamn it! Okay, Ash, <laughs> Ash- Ashley, <laughs> Richard Malkovich. Nice to meet you. Let's see how you're doing. Yeah, or I could just leave that stuff with you. Ah, uh, antisocial. My favorite. You have any friends? Yeah, I have friends. Who? Well, that's kind of personal information, isn't it? I mean, if I tell you, you might post it on the internet. Never mind, I already know. I talked to your father. He was right outside in the car. <laughs> Caitlin told me, so I went out and introduced myself. Did you uh actually read Ulysses, or did you just read the study guide? Did you actually graduate from college and education, or did you just read the study guide? You missed a few things. Maybe you missed a few things. Probably. Do you speed read? No. I learned a speed read when I was your age. Loved it. Very useful skill to have. Well, looks okay, but I'll take the weekend to uh delve into this a little more deeply and look over your other work. This accent is going downhill very fast. Do that, because I spent a lot of time doing that work. Tell me a little about yourself. I'd like to get you connected with some of the other kids doing homeschooling. Well, about myself, I don't care to be connected with any of the other kids doing homeschooling. I'm connecting you. You need to be connected. You can't just hide over at your house without any social interaction with any other student on the planet. Why not? Because that's what your dad says and what he says goes. And also, he also said that. And he said for me to tell you, God damn it, I fucking hate this accent. And he said for me to tell you that, which I guess... Because that's what your dad said, and what he says goes. He also said that. And he said for me to tell you that, which I mean, which I guess means that he couldn't tell you. Guess he's a little overwhelmed. Well, that's not my problem. Read more at https colon backslash backslash tv show transcripts dot ourboard.org backslash new topic dot php question mark f equals 875 ampersand t equals 33159 it's not com thank or org or net or whatever it is thank god for that so okay he is 
who is this actor? Uh, John Malkovich. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> is that an actor? John Malkovich? Yeah, that's an actor. Is it? Yeah, he was the star of Being John Malkovich. Among oh, others. Yeah. Who is this? What's this guy's name? Mr. Malkovich. Richard, though, right? In real life? What's his? Yeah, his name's Richard Malkovich. Wait, in real life, he's Richard Malkovich? No, that's the character's name. How fucking dare you? Okay. Oh, it's Oliver Muirhead. Yeah, what? What else was he in? He was in an episode. <laughs> Not to blow your mind, but he was most definitely in an episode of the hit ABC show Castle. Hot. He was in National Treasure. Book of Secrets. Book of Secrets. Hot. He was in The Good Place. Oh. He was in Fuller House. Oh. General Hospital. Two Broke Girls. Castle. He was in two episodes of Castle. Played two different characters. I love that. (laughs) That's fucking wild. That's so important. (laughs) I love when that happens. He was in Jesse, the TV series. Gross. Mad Men, Psych. Okay, this is getting switched at birth. He's only in this one episode of Secret Life of the American Teenager. Then why did they play? (sighs) I hate this show so much. Why did they act like we were going to see him again? That's a great question. Why do they so, keep doing this to me? They're giving us a, um anxious avoidant attachment style. So George and Anne are talking on the phone. George is sitting in the car. He says he doesn't have any adult friends. True. He needs friends. And Anne talks about how much she talks to Eugene. He was That's mean. The right. doc can't <sighs> do. That song always makes me want Taco Bell. That song always makes me want to cry over Eugene. We been Um. So we finally get confirmation on where. Do we though? She must be by Mimsy, right? She's got to be by Mimsy. Well, yeah, but she's fucking oh, I his guess... husband. Her husband. <laughs> sorry. So Anne mostly talks to Eugene, who's Mimsy's husband. They mention Robbie. George is like, where is my son? So I guess Robbie is staying with Anne. She says, he's at daycare. And he says, why? You're at home. She says, yeah, but I'm working. Ashley gets in the car. He hangs up with Anne. She's mad that she has to make a friend. And George says, we're both making friends. And then he pulls out of the parking spot. Ha ha. The joke is, is that the park was, the parking spot was head and parking only, and he backed into the parking spot. But that's what not funny. What the fuck funny. was that? Is that a thing that's ever 
Sure. I have gotten a ticket <laughs> for parking for backing into a parking spot that was headed parking. There are pla- what? Why are things headed? I don't get it. Well, like in the state of Pennsylvania, you only have a back license plate, so it's like annoying for like a parking enforcement person to like have to go around your car to see if you paid for parking. So they slap you with a nice $65 fine for parking the wrong way for five minutes when you went to the bakery to get a fucking gluten-free donut. Hmm. Maybe they should just have license plates on both sides like a normal state. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So we go back to the school. We're in Caitlin O'Malley's Oh, no, Caitlin O'Malley and Ricky, like, meet in the, off, meet in the hallway. She wants to make sure he gets his college, college applications in because he has a really good GPA and he took the SATs and did well. And she's like, why did you take the SATs if you don't want to go to college? And he's like, hot girls, hot, smart girls. I'm taking the SAT for the P-U-S. S. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> <laughs> and she's I- like, you are very smart. You should go to college. You could get a scholarship and $100,000 of student loans. And he says, no, Amy's the one who's going to go to college. And she's like, hmm, that sounds very couple-ish. So you are getting married, huh? And it's like... Where did she hear this hot goss? So they really hate co-parenting on the show. We go to Adrian and Ricky. Oh, so Caitlin walks away. Adrian comes out of the bathroom. She comes up to Ricky he makes some joke about how she's really having a baby, but it's kind of a fat joke. I'm over this. He yeah. thinks that they're all too young to be getting married and having babies. Which, not wrong. Yeah. And he says that he wouldn't do anything more for Amy if they were married. And Adrian heard that Amy and Ricky are just friends because they didn't have sex. She offered and he said no. And that sounds like they're just friends. Or it sounds like he's emotionally maturing adrian that we go to ashley's it. room george comes in he just presents a boy and he's like this is your new study buddy do you want to do this scene it's the only other one i have yeah i think we must okay oh god let me just format it so it's not fucking horrible this scene they need to they keep presenting Ashley with this series of more and more intolerable men. I think Toby is um, also a serial killer. Yeah, but like the quirky, funny serial killer. Yeah, but like a little bit, I don't know, like in 50 years... Girls on TikTok are going to be simping over him, if you know what I mean. Oh, he's a Bundy for sure. Wait, what the fuck? What serial killers do you simp over? Personally? Um. Goliath. Oh, I do. My dream is to be with a man so big that I fit in the palm of his hand. 
<laughs> okay. Let me share my screen. Thank you. That's very thoughtful of you. I hate that son of a bitch. I just start a PowerPoint of pictures I took on vacation. <laughs> Your captive audience. I can't small. Make it bigger. What do you mean it's small? It's small. Oh, wait, I can... Sorry, I just have to make your picture smaller so that I can read it. Okay. So George comes in. Ashley, this is Toby, your new study buddy. Toby, this is Ashley, your new study buddy. Goodbye and good luck. Is he always like that? So, what's the word? Abrupt? I think he's going with the let's throw two feral cats in a room together and see if they don't kill each other concept. You can leave if you want. No, I've already been through a number of buddies. I think I'll take a seat if you don't mind. Suit yourself. Do you have a British accent? I was just going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not exactly. I just affecting an accent to differentiate myself from the common people. As am I. So are you antisocial, druggy, seriously ill, genius, agoraphobic? How'd you get into homeschooling? I had a baby. Liar. I like that. Your sister's the one who had the baby. Your dad gave me a little family history before he dumped me. Ask me more questions, I'll tell you more lies. I'll tell you more lie, actually. <laughs> Ever have sex with a guy? No. Is that a lie? No. Any girl-on-girl -girl action? No. Did I touch a nerve? No. Do you want to ask me anything? Ever had sex with a guy? No. Any boy-on-girl action? No. Oh. So you're also a liar. Yeah, alright, well, uh, do you want to go for a ride in my car? I have a very nice car. Nice car was a lie. I'll ride something alright. I'm sending you to horny jail. That was Ashley, that wasn't me. I'm just reading what was on the screen. No, I was responding as Toby. Oh, okay. And I'd love if you'd lock me up. I'm yes. done playing this Put game. Put me in horny jail. Use your little handcuffs and walk me in. And discipline so, me when I get too rough. George is in the kitchen. Toby and Ashley walk through. They say they're going on a field trip. Then George yells at Moose for not having any friends because clearly it's the dog's fault. Honestly, if the dog stopped calling 911 on George's adult friends, I get it. Yeah, I believe. So never mind. Okay, we go to Ulysses S. Grant High School. Also, just to rewind back to Ashley, what fucking high schoolers reading James Joyce's Ulysses? I read that in middle school, so yeah, I agree. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I read it in first grade, so. Well, in first grade, I was, you know, I was on less advanced things, I'll admit. I was just reading The Great Gatsby and Wuthering Heights because yeah. I wasn't quite mature enough for Ulysses.
Lacrimosa Blondie. I've never read Ulysses now. But Amy and Adrian walk into each other in the hallway. Adrian is like, or Amy's like, oh my God, are you okay? And Amy is like, her new thing is just aggressively brushing her hair out of her head. Like out of her eyes. She touches her hair so much in every episode. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Amy says it's none of Adrian's business. And Adrian is like, remember when you called me when you were in New York and you asked to be my friend? Are we friends? And Amy's like, of course. And Adrian's like, let me give you some friendly, unsolicited advice. And then Amy is like, you have a lot of experience, don't you? Wink, wink, aka you're a slut. And Adrian is like, here you go. You and Ricky should move in together. Stay over one night and never go home. (laughs) Great advice. I'm actually putting this into action with my work crush. Um, Listen. No. I don't think that's a bad idea. Not to get too much into it, but one time I hooked up with someone and they asked if they could stay over. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. But just so you know, I have a work call in the morning at 8 a.m. and it goes until 11 or 12. And they were like, okay. And I was like, okay, we're on the same page here. You're going to leave before I get on my work call. Oh, no. I don't like where this is going. When do you think they left? Two days later. 2 p.m. Why? Isn't that a great question? I was so anxious the entire work call. I was like, you need to get out of my apartment. Terrifying. Now. Anyway, so... That would stress me the fuck out if somebody stayed over and then just never fucking left. That, um, well, she was reading, or she said that, and I looked over at, like, my Parasite poster, and I'm like, hmm. (laughs) Maybe this wasn't as original as we all thought. (laughs) We go to the butcher shop. Nora... Okay, so George walks in, and Nora's like, look, it's my boyfriend. And Bunny is like, what? I thought you were. I thought we were. And then George comes in, and he's like, can I take your newest employee out for a cup of coffee? Because that's how employment works. Yeah. I think George should woo Bunny. To Target, where you work, Jesse. Yeah. And I'm gonna say, can I take this, this guy... For a little two-hour coffee date. And they'll say yes as long as... Because um, at Target, you're allowed to kind of do whatever. Um, as long as you actively make a worse experience for the customers. <laughs> They'd say yes, but first you have to kick at least three old people. Done. I love kicking old people. <laughs> have I said that lately? <laughs> Their knees go out so easily. <laughs> They'd be on that silly mode. What? I don't know. Silly mode. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
teary. I actually have my eyes are watering. <laughs> I'm so, so confused. Anyway, Bunny is like, no, you can't take her out for coffee right now. I made my glasses steam up. Mine are steam. George is horribly inappropriate with Nora because he's like, I don't have your cell number. And she's like, do you mean my cell phone number? My cell number was number 323, upper bunk. And George is like, oh, like, I'm horny now. <laughs> George is like, I love incarceration. God. And then... Bunny is me because she's very confused. He asks to take her out to dinner when she gets off work. She says, okay. And Bunny comes. She stands up for her girl. She's like, um, only if she wants to go out to dinner with you. Which actually is huge. We love to see women supporting women. We do. And like that actually is really cool that she was like, hey, um, if you're uncomfortable, I'm giving you an out right now because this man is like being really aggressively hitting on you. Right. And I just, we haven't brought it up since kind of early in the podcast, but I do just want to say that there is a special place in hell Mm. Mm -hmm. for women who don't support other women. So true. I think about that all the time. Um, You know, and that place in hell right now, it's being reserved for one Tina Fey, one Amy Poehler, one Ginny, um, one Georgia... Um, True. And... Carly Claus. Carly Claus. Um, <laughs> fucking... Katy Perry. But she doesn't know it because she thinks it's fine now. Anyway. He asks to take her out for... Okay, da da da. Benny... Okay. We go to Grace and Grant. They're at Grace's house. They think no one's home. But Kathleen comes in. There's disappointment. And Her and Jeff were taking a nap. Does Jeff not have a job? He's a doctor. And doctors famously don't have to work, really. It's... Isn't he an OBGYN? What hours are he... Is he working? Uh, I think he has a 9 to 5. Grace says she's just gonna go pack a few things because she needs to spend the night at Grant's. And Kathleen is like, um... So you were just gonna... LVO. What? You were just gonna do this without asking? You were gonna leave a note? We go to Grace's room. Grace is waiting for Kathleen to come in. And she's like, Ricky and Amy are moving in together and Ben and Adrian are getting a condo and having a baby. Compared to them me and grant sleeping together shouldn't upset you (laughs) and kathleen's like yeah if they were your siblings not your fucking friends that's so true and then grace tells her grace tells kathleen that grant's parents are not going to be home and then grace is like also not to embarrass you but your shirt is definitely on inside out and kathleen is like fine you can sleep over because i trust you also, I'm married, so it's okay for my shirt to be on inside well, out. Well, that's the thing. Like, because Grace is like, huh, you're going to tell me not to have sex when you just did, obviously? And it's like, how can you not see how different that is for your, like, 36-year-old mother who is married to have sex? 
Intercourse. Intercourse. Also, uh, I fully did not even realize that her shirt was on inside out. I thought you could just visibly see her mic. Oh, I thought um, it was like a little design. <laughs> I thought whoever mic'd her just like really was like upset with the actress that day. That could be. Grace. Okay. Kathleen does encourage Grace. Okay. She, so Kathleen says, just so you know, I'm not encouraging you to get married just so you can have sex or to have sex. So that way someone will marry you. I think that's an okay reason to have sex. Yeah. And then Grace is like, wait one second. Are you afraid if I have sex again, you'll die? I howled. (laughs) That was maybe the best line in the entire show. It was so good. I think this show peaked right there, and I honestly could never see another episode and be fine. Yeah. That was the summation. Um, Kathleen's like, no, I just want to make sure you're ready. Thank you for talking with me. Please use condoms. Did Grace ever get tested for STIs, or did we just drop that? I think we dropped that because we don't care okay. about testing anymore. You know, now that they've destigmatized it thoroughly, they don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Too true. Kathleen sits on Grace's bed and is sad. Are her and Jeff fucking in that bed later today? Kathleen and Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I think they just finished fucking and they're gonna fuck again. I think that's why she didn't put up a fight with Grace. In Grace's bed or in their bed? Both. Because I was saying... I don't think there is an inch of that house that isn't covered in their excrement. (laughs) Their excrement? Sexual excrement, of course. (laughs) Namely, you know, semen and other fluids. Can you... Does that fall under the category of excrement? Um, it's excreted from your body. <laughs> it's waste matter discharged from the bowels. Feces. To me, <laughs> semen is waste matter. Because I don't value the sanctity of life. <laughs> Wait, it said people also ask is poo a word poo question mark god damn it okay okay anyway so jack and madison are in the guest room they're making out madison is like hey baby you know what time it is and Jack says, I have a game in two hours. That is not enough time. Yeah. Famously, me and Grace's lovemaking session last, lasted oh my God. well over an hour. Well, that's the thing. You can't wear yourself out for the game. Back in my... When I played baseball, is- we weren't allowed to go swimming within two days of a game. Let that alone unleash our swimmers. Madison doesn't want romance anymore. She wants to be spontaneous. And Jack is like, well, you got to get on the pill. And she says, are you actually turning me down for sex? And he's like, 
there's a football scout coming, whatever. Sure. And she's like, no, that's not it. He says, I don't want you to get any ideas about us getting married. And Madison is like, well, I do want some commitment. I just want to know that, like, we'll only have sex with each other. Were they not exclusive ever? I don't know, but Jack is like, we'll see. I'll think about it. Jack, you just tried to win this girl back. You just spent so much time, and now this is how you're... This is what you do with that victory? Yeah. Because women are prizes to be won. I think we should remi- remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Lauren is in her room. She's shaking her phone, waiting for it to ring. And she says, ring. Rings. Ring, damn it. And it rings, and she says, hello. And we get no follow-up. <laughs> it's Madison. She just got denied for sex from Jack, so Madison is, you know, doing a little booty call. Ooh. We go to the Jurgens' kitchen. Amy and John come home. Amy calls Adrian. Amy says she might give it a try moving in with Ricky. And then she offers Adrian something about Ben. And Adrian's like, what makes you think I want it? And Amy's like, I know how to get him out of his house. And Adrian, and Adrian hangs up the phone and starts walking. <laughs> you hear the like little like um, cartoon sound effect that's like, I can't do it. Do it. No. Do it. No, do I it. can't. It's like the slide whistle. Whoop. Yeah. That's not a slide whistle. No, it's not. <laughs> There's nothing slide whistly about that. I was thinking that sound at the end was a slide whistle, but that's the what that's what I'm thinking of. That's the that's that's what Adrian does. Okay, anyway. I'm just like I'm so viscerally upset <laughs> that you called that a slide whistle sound. What sound is it? Like bongos. No, but the sound at the end. That's the sound of a person running really fast. <laughs> Clearly. You're right. I'm sorry. Duh. <laughs> we go to the butcher shop. Leo and Bunny have a conversation. Leo's looking. He's like where, wondering where everyone is. He says that he got a call from Caitlin. She wants him to convince Ricky to apply for college and Bunny and Leo think his dream is to take over the butcher shop. I just had like Ricky... a vision of Ricky taking over the butcher shop and like Leo renaming it Boykovich and Son. That would happen. There's no way that Ben is chill about this if this happens, right? Like we could agree. I want that to happen now. I just really... They've somewhat dropped the storyline of Leo wishes Ricky was in stun instead of Ben, (laughs) and I need it to come back, because nothing has hurt Ben more, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Ricky comes down, he's like, hey. And Leo's like, hey, I want to talk to you. And he's like, oh, did you hear about Amy proposing to me? 
And Bunny's like, proposing several things. Get the fuck out of here, Bunny. Bunny. She says goodnight. Ben comes down too. Leo says, oh, it's fine. We'll talk another time. He's being weird. Um, And Ben and Leo leave. Ricky takes his apron off. Why are their aprons always so white at the end of the day? It's a literal butcher shop. Butchers don't do anything dirty. Then we go to the Jurgens' house. Toby and Ashley walk through. Amy and Toby talk because she's leaving. And she's like, does my dad know you're here? He's like, yeah. And then he points to John and he goes, is that your spawn? And she goes, what the fuck? Why would you say that? And he's like, I was just trying to impress you with my lack of social skills so that you might find me appropriate company for the dark one. I hate that now we have two people who talk like this on this show. (laughs) Amy laughs and then Amy makes Moose follow them out to Ashley's room. Amy calls George. George is out with Nora. He calls it a date. And Amy is just like, sure. Sure it is. Then we go to Nora and Jeff's. Nora and George at Jeff's. They talk about Amy and Ricky getting married. And she's like, listen, I gotta tell you something. (sighs) And then Ruben walks in with a woman who isn't his wife. They come over. Oh my god. The world's hottest woman is Nora's girlfriend. Oh, they k- my they lord. Kiss on the lips. She is twice so hot. On camera. And George is like, what? What? They both say, I'd like you to meet my girlfriend. Her name is Ollie. She got hotter by having that name. Is Brenda Hampton a lesbian? Yes, I think I think we were both in agreement in episode, like, seven that Molly Ringwald and Brenda Hampton explored each other's body. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then George goes, oh my god, I almost slept with a lesbian. And then... <laughs> Ollie goes, <laughs> no you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ollie is this, like, high-powered lawyer, right? Dating Nora... Who seemingly has no money, is living with Margaret and Shaker, and is working at the same job her son works at. Yeah. Has Ollie gone to therapy for her savior complex? I that I will say I feel like that's a semi-realistic relationship dynamic. Unfortunately. The hottest person in the world with someone who does not have their life together whatsoever. Unf- yeah, you're right. I know several couples that are exactly that. Any couple that I've been a part of has been like that. <laughs> I was going to say, for example, you and me. Yes. And who's who? We'll never tell. Yeah. <laughs> Vote in the comments. Yeah. that's a- Can we put out a, a Twitter thing. poll? <laughs> yeah. So Nora offers to buy everyone dinner and then she's like, we're all having soup and that's it. That was funny because she's like, oh, I need to buy everyone dinner. And Ollie's like, oh, honey, you don't have to do that. 
And then she's like, no, I want to. And they all sit down and the waiter comes over and she's like, we're all having the soup. It was a, okay. it was actually a really fun, it was funny. It was. I giggled. I loved it. We go to Ben and Leo and Adrian. They're at a condo. The real estate agent is also there and he's so over Ben. This is basically a brand new place. And Leo's like, what's wrong with that you? That condo it's is perfect. bitchin'. There, if I'm in high school, if I'm... Ben's annoying. I'm sorry. He is. Adrian is like, listen, can Ben and I hang here alone for a little bit? I want to fuck him on this black and white tile in the kitchen. <laughs> in the separate laundry area off the kitchen. Oh. She's going to need a couple Adrian strong like... spin cycles in that laundry unit, <laughs> if I had to guess. <laughs> Adrian is like, listen, I love this condo, but I mostly love you. What's going on? Disgusting. When did Why they don't... start saying shit like this? Why don't you want to leave home? It's because Adrian got all this from Amy, who's done IOP. That's true. Yeah. And she's like, is any place going to be the quote-unquote right place? Adrian brings up his dead mom to be like, you never want to leave, but you were always going to. Those memories are going to be with you no matter where you are. And you can always go back to your par- to your parents' house. And Ben's like, you're so much older and wiser than me. She's like, just a year. And he's like, you're right. I'll catch up. And I don't think Ben knows how age works. No, I think he can catch up. I forgot she's a year older. So is she graduating this year? Yeah. God damn it. Amy knocks on Ricky's door with John. She's like, okay, here you go. Also, I made you dinner. Like, bye. I'll see you later. Spaghetti and meat sauce. Yeah. She says she made him spaghetti and meat sauce and salad. And he's like, like, how dare you make my my favorite favorite meal? meal. What the... (laughs) Ricky, I'm begging you to eat a good meal. Yeah, seriously. And I was like, is she being manipulative or is she not? Like, I genuinely can't tell if she is, like, taking Adrian's advice and being like, no, I just made you this dinner, like... I couldn't possibly stay and eat it with you and being manipulative. I mean, it becomes clear later that she is. I think but she's I was doing like... both. We're like, I don't know. It's It feels more complicated than just being manipulative. Yeah. Because it also feels like she could very well just drop it off and leave and be fine. Yeah, that's Like, true. I feel like she has a way she wants this to go, but she's not, like, going to be angry or force it. That's true, yeah. So I feel like it is technically manipulative, but it feels more nuanced somehow, which is saying yeah. giving way more credit to Brenda Hampton than she deserves. Right. Absolutely. That's at the end of the day, that is what we have to remember. That Brenda Hampton is a fantastic writer ahead of her time. Absolutely. So she's like, okay, bye boys. I'm going to go home and hang out alone. And he's like, why don't you stay? And she's like, listen, I understand I overstepped the last time I was here. I'm going to withdraw my proposal of marriage and I'll eat dinner with you. But then I'm leaving. And Ricky's like conflicted by this. We go to Grant and Grace. They're in Grant's room. This is post-sex. 
but you don't learn that right away. So I was just confused as to why she was already wearing Grant's shirt. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is a bold fashion choice, Grace. (laughs) Yeah. And then she... So they had sex. Yeah, and Grant's like, how was it? She's like, oh, that pizza was real good. And he's like, no, not that sausage. The other one. (laughs) She regrets waiting the whole summer. And he thinks it's good they they waited because they were more comfortable. And she's like, well, I was a bit more than comfortable. And he's like, hell yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> and this is where we see some growth in Grace, though, because she's like, listen, no. I know this might not last forever, but I'm happy right now. And he's like, I don't want to, like, overwhelm you, but I love you. And she's like, I love you, too. I love being with you. I love having a boyfriend. I love having sex. Weirdly enough, even though I did not think she was ready whatsoever, I feel like this time she might have actually been ready. Yeah. Because, like, I... And this was actually kind of sweet, like, all the things she was saying. Because she ended it with being like, can we make a promise to each other? If one of us ever decides that we don't feel this way anymore, can we just be nice about it? Because that's going to be really sad. And I don't want it to hurt more than it already will. Yeah. And that was actually, like, really sweet to me. Like, if someone ever said that to me in a relationship, that would be so endearing. And, like, also just, like, it's so realistic. A little bit, like, you know, the melancholy of knowing that some things don't last. But, like, loving what's happening in the moment. Um, Poignant, you know. Yeah. And I think Megan Park is actually a good actor. Yeah, I think so too. Also, I love this. It is really sad that we find out in the next scene, Kathleen dead. Yeah, she did. Um, she had a heart attack during sex. <laughs> and unfortunately, Jeff just didn't notice. <laughs> As a doctor, he could have saved her, but he thought she was just really into it. Grace is now an orphan. (laughs) Step aside, John. (laughs) Oh, orphan Grace. That's, I don't want to know what happens there. So you, we go to the high school. It's after the football game. Madison and Lauren are sitting on a bench. They're talking about how they can all go without sex and wait a little longer and Lauren under kind of has come to like a point of understanding why Jesse broke up with her. And she says that he did the right thing. Jesse comes out from the locker room and says, Hey Madison. And then he's like, Hey Lauren. And she's like, Hey. And then another football player comes out with Jack. And he's like, sorry, that took so long and kisses Lauren on the cheek. And Madison holds hand with Jack who, and the random football player and Lauren hold hands. Who the and they fuck all is this away. boy? And Jesse is so sad that Lauren has moved on. It's like, oh yeah, if you didn't want that, maybe don't break up with her, right? Like, whatever. Yeah. Then we go to the Jurgens kitchen. Ashley and George have a conversation. And George is like, Toby better be gone. It's bedtime. And she smiles. And he's like, did I just see a smile? She goes, it's late. You're seeing things. Oh, I wasn't paying enough attention. Because when he said... 
what's that I see? I thought he was, like, referring to a hickey or something. I thought that the first time, too. But then I was like, she doesn't have a hickey. So I rewound it. And it's the smile. And then he says, I had a date with Ricky's mother tonight. And she goes, which one? The married one or the gay one? So <laughs> like, good. did everyone know? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So George calls Anne. And Anne's like, have you talked to Amy? And he's like, no. And Anne says that Amy wants to live with Ricky. George freaks out. And Anne's like, are you jealous? Which is fucking weird to ask. Yeah. And she tells him to get a life. That's actually huge. He didn't need to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) We go to Amy and Ricky. Amy is lying on the couch. Naked. And she's like, I'm so tired. I wish I didn't have to go home. He's like, you can just stay over. She's like, I don't know. Wouldn't that be too much? And he's like, I'm fine with us living together, Amy. And she's like, oh. And he's like, oh, I get it. You fucking asshole. This whole thing. I will say he gets that it was a trap and he's still like, but yeah, I'm still cool with it. So, you know, I guess maybe he did want something more and was ready for something more. Yeah. And Amy's like, I already told my mom. And he says, we'll see. Kidding. That's that's Not a good right one. Away. That one's Give fucking great. Yeah. Put Ricky on stage. <laughs> he says, not right now. Let's wait a week so I can talk to Mr. Boykovich and see if it's okay if you live here. And she says, oh, and he goes, and sex? And she goes, we'll see. That's cute. Yeah. And then we finish the episode with Ben and Adrian pass the fuck out on the couch at the condo that they were only going to stay 30 minutes at, but. Gross. There's squatters rights, you know? That's true. That's a good way to get a better deal. So. That was the episode. That was exhausting. Nothing happened, really, except for we got to meet Nora's hot-ass girlfriend. I will say, I kind of had fun with this episode. I giggled a lot. But I think it also helps that we didn't have to watch an episode last week. Yeah. And that nothing, like, so offensive happened in here that I wanted to die. So. Yeah. Grace's second attempt at sex went a lot better than I was expecting. Rip Kathleen. Yeah. Forever in our hearts. We will miss her. Hottest and best mother on the show. Well, I want to go to bed. I want to go to bed, too. So. Thanks for listening to Secretly for Two American Teenagers. My name's Aaron. My name's Jesse. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Patreon at your two gay friends. They're linked in the description. You can follow Jesse on Twitter at gojesse2k20. You can follow my bookstagram at no money, no prospects. You can follow. That's it for following. You can send it. <laughs> you can send us an email at sl with Jesse and Aaron at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message on anchor. You can. 
leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and or Spotify. That's it. I hope you have a great day. Is that it? I hope you have heart attack sex. I don't, actually. Yeah, actually, I would disagree with that. I hope that you have sex with a loving and caring partner who notices if you have a heart attack. <laughs> well, I didn't say the partner wouldn't notice. I just want you to have sex so good There's you have a heart attack. If I ever did that, I think I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> that sounded like Jerry Seinfeld singing that song. <laughs> if I ever did that, I think I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> What's the deal with that? Okay. Bye, babes. Bye. You make me Sometimes when the trains go outside my window, they sound like they're crashing. Are they? And then I'm like, am I going to need to go outside with like a first aid kit and like... Help? (laughs) How many people do you think are on these trains? Like, they're not passenger cars, are they? No. (laughs) Or are they like big Thomas the Tank engines and you need to patch up the engines themselves? (laughs) They're fully freight trains. Moving on. You don't know how many people might be hitching a ride. Do the the other cars in Thomas the Tank Engine have faces too? Like, are they all ass to mouth, like one giant human centipede? (laughs) No! (laughs) It's Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay, so the cars aren't sentient. It's just the the engines themselves. (laughs) You can either be ass to ass or mouth to mouth or mouth to ass. They have to... (laughs) Huh... Jesus Christ. So. <laughs> he had nothing to do with that. How do you think the trains have sex? I don't think they do. <laughs> so they're like shakers. What are shakers? The religion where they were devoted to celibacy and then the religion died off because no one had any children. <laughs> That's really hot, actually. I might need to look into that. <laughs> I think I'm really into celibacy, I'm finding. <laughs> <laughs>